0: back at Zany's in Rosemont. Jim, this is our home away from home. Feels good to be back on the stage. There might be some more announcements about the stage coming up one day. Oh, I love that tease. Look at that. Long-term tease. Start some... the show. This guy is
1: coming in hot. Unbelievable, is, really. Now that he's full-time. Uh, well, this is what I do for a living, Pat. I gotta
0: care about it. Jim, you are full-blown. I am. You've taken shape. That's, how they, that's what they into... call it. They call it full-blown comedian. Full-blown he's, comedian. He's got full-blown comedian. That's what they call it. I
1: think that, um, I don't know, Gilbert Gottfried, I think, had to pass away to make room for you. That is not how it this, works. In this league. That is not. Is that, that, is that what you've been doing?
0: Have you been no. knocking off comics? No. Where were you when Saget died? All right. I was nowhere near Florida. Whose wings are you taking? Come on. I'm not taking anyone's wings.
1: Well, a lot of comics have dropped off, unfortunately. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, make, really. They're making room for you.
0: They are making room for me. I this. picture
1: you going on their websites mm-hmm. right after the announcement. Who's <laughs> filling these dates in? Sending of ales. Oh, boy. No, Gilbert was a, a kick in the gut, man. There <sighs> we were. legend. At opening day.
0: Yeah. Watching the White Sox yeah. take the home opener. Oh, big victory. And then we got the news on uh, on Gilbert. Big loss at the same time. It's a tough one. I mean, he has been, you know, not just a comic, but he's been a staple of comedy clubs, of Zanies, of, you know, he's he's one of those guys who just never stopped touring doing stand up. Yeah, he was a big
1: Zanies guy. That's how I met him. I actually, um, he was like one of the first big names I worked with. Gilbert Gottfried, that's a name that you put in your bio. Yeah. That was part of your intro. Yeah.
0: Tell him I opened for Gilbert. Hey, this guy worked with Gilbert Gottfried. You work with
1: Gilbert? Yeah. I remember going into Zanies that night and I had been looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. And I went up the stairs, and I'm like, oh, my
0: gosh, he's going to be up there. Here's here's my Gilbert Gottfried experience. You walk up there, and he's just going to be, like, ranting away. (laughs) You know what I'm mad about? Is that what you expected it to be? I mean, I
1: expected a lot more energy Uh than I saw because he's a very quiet dude. That's what I hear. Very demure. Very calm. He had a fruit plate there. Very nice. Nice. And then he went up there and just
0: destroyed. Uh, Just... Telling, a lot of times he would just tell jokes. Yeah, just just old jokes. I've heard that he was always very complimentary to the other comics on the show. He, he would watch their act sometimes. I mean, I've heard just nothing but great things about uh, about who he is.
1: I used to love him on Howard Stern when he was on Terrestrial. I would listen. Gilbert would just sit in and just, you know, yeah. tell stories about being at a big social a party. He's like, I saw Jackie Kennedy there. What am I going to say to Jackie Onassis? <laughs> so I just went up to her. I was like, do you remember where you were <laughs> when... <laughs> <laughs> and he would just tell jokes, man.
0: Oh, is that funny? He was the best. He was oh a voice. Oh, my God. He's the bird in Aladdin. He was. And then he was the Aflac duck for a little while. Oh, yes, dude. The
1: other time I worked with him was right after he got fired. Really? For oh, the uh, yeah, tsunami yeah. joke. the tsunami
0: jokes. I mean, I not joke. He went on Twitter and posted <laughs> about 400 of them in a span of like 20 minutes. And eventually they were like, all right, we, we got we to gotta cut him loose. It became
1: his responsibility after the September 11th joke at the roast that anything that, you know, tragic happened. Gilbert had to
0: weigh in. One of those amazing moments. I mean, that, that roast right after 9-11 was the Hugh Hefner roast, I believe. And I think it was kind of Comedy Central Management was like, don't talk about 9-11. And no one did. And then Gilbert went up there and just buried Osama bin Laden and just it was so funny, it just so uncomfortable. Everyone crying on stage, laughing. I mean, just awesome. yeah, you're right. It kind of became his thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. he did bury him, and now all right. Um, Jim is taking his place.: that's What? What did you think I was going to say? I have no idea. You're unbelievable. <laughs> I have no idea. But Jim is full-time and, and in honor of this event, Fla, fla, I got you a little something. What? As you, Oh boy. As you go. Oh, boy. Legit. You need thank the you. comedian starter kit. First of all, thank you. This, this is why I'm late. Beautiful I was guy. You did, shopping this, this afternoon at Walgreens. Oh, there's I filled a- out your card at the makeup counter with a mascara pencil.
0: didn't have to do any of that. Can I open the card? Sure, please do. I'm opening the card here live on the air. All right. Guys. Kipa, Kipa, YOLO, you got this? This is a huge day for oh, Jim. This is really excited. Thank, thank you very much. This is a beautiful card. What do I got in here? What do I got? <gasps> oh, a little uh, little comics dop kit from the Ryman Auditorium. Dop kit. Is that what you call that? Uh, it's what they call them, what right? Do call them? It's dop. What's the dop for? Uh, it stands for something. Is that pod backwards? I think it is. It's a dop cast. Dude, look at you. You did go to the, the travel supply bin. Yeah, I got At you some, uh, some miniatures. You got me some mini everything. This is beautiful. Thank you. What do you think much. of that
1: deodorant choice there? The this Old Spice is, uh, Swagger. Oh, you got me the Swagger.
0: Dude. Cool. It fl- it favors the bold is what it says on this one, which You had
1: nice. been walking around like a sales guy you the last few really years. So I have. Now I need this a, guy
0: needs some swagger. I need smell like I've got some swag. Thank you. Very kindly. There's more? There's oh, some Q-tips in there. That's a, Q-tips. N- a nod to the old industry. I, it is. We're not we 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 recommend recommend against those in the industry I came from. And then you got it. Oh, you do? You could pop an eardrum. So Q-tips are no good? We say no. Don't use Q-tips. I say we. They. Look at me. But do you use Q-tips? I do not. I do not. Well, there you hear it. Right there. Guys, don't use the Q-tips. I had heard that
1: before, and then I started getting major buildup.
0: How do you get the wax out of your ear? Oh, God. I have a story that I was not prepared to tell today, but I don't have a job. Let's do it. Uh, I was having a conversation a few weeks ago. And, uh, if you don't use Q-tips, the net, like you have to, you know, you can use Q-tips around the side. Don't push in or use something. Uh, but otherwise it just, it, it naturally, the ears designed to naturally remove the wax. Oh, Just Falls out of your ear. You ever had this happen?
1: Is that what the ear is designed for?
0: That's what it does. It just builds it up and it pushes it out. It just fall. Have you ever had this happen? The wax just fall out of my head? Tiny little piece fell out. Just hit me in the shoulder. I was I was I was locked eyes with somebody and I felt it. I knew exactly what happened and I just had to act like this was not occurring, like lovers gotta, like, uh, leaping from a cliff and, and Hawaii just whoo, just gone. Just a chunk of wax on your not shoulder, a chunk, just the tiniest little piece. That's what it's like. I, I, I called a buddy of mine. And I'm like, what happened? He's like, that's what it's what's supposed to do. Would you rather? your ear just be impacted? I was like, yes, absolutely. I'd rather never hear again than than know that that could happen anytime I'm in public.
1: That's what your ear was designed for. Uh-huh.
0: It's like Army Man in an old video game, just spelunking out, just falling down from the, from the cavern. It was unbelievable.
1: There's something that you could pour in your ear. There is. I know. And I yeah. tried that once and it was painful.
0: Really? It did oh, not work. It's like hydrogen peroxide. And if you don't, yeah, it, it shouldn't be painful. Um, but it, I could see it being weird and if you don't like it yeah because it kind of bubbles up it's like a volcano right it's like the old uh like the old science project volcanoes happening in your ear to get the stuff out
1: you know here we are this is the most we've talked about ears I Unbelievable, think it's because really? you miss you must miss the career i'm
0: okay i can't believe i told that story but i'm okay <laughs>
1: I'm glad that uh, you did share. Jim. Thank you. You're this is
0: unbelievable. To- I've got a notebook. I've got pens. I've got a, a, a beautiful dop kit with plenty of accessories. This is the road comedian starter kit. This is very kind. What a wonderful gift. Thank you.
1: Hey, just start filling the notebook up. All right. <laughs> you really need to. This is real now, Jim.
0: You need to. I got to write jokes while well, that uh, new earwax bit I had didn't do so hot. So apparently <laughs> it's time to go to page one of the notebook. Start Start from scratch.
1: Well, it's a big day, and uh, congratulations from all of us. I heard from a lot of people online because um, I posted something at the at the game the other day.
0: <laughs> this is ridiculous.
1: Jim mailing it in from the the opener. But yeah, I was
0: on vacation.
1: He's um, he made it, folks, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I got a note here, Jim, that the that, that the dop kit is actually named after Charles Dopelt.
0: Charles Doppelt. He invented the toiletry the case. toiletry case. All right. Oh, thanks, Katie. Katie's on the- Unbelievable, really. Our statistician there. Unbelievable, really. I love how high-tech it is that Katie can look it up immediately, but how low-tech it is that she just wrote it on a whiteboard and, and showed it to us. We are the epitome of high-tech and low-tech where they come together.
1: What a great invention. This guy came up with a pencil case for, <laughs> for, for shampoo. I mean, what-
0: what? He was like, yeah, you they better- just put everything in a bag. And his wife's like, they're going to name that bag after you one day. You better name it after me. <laughs> Name's DOP. It's ridiculous. I got
1: a zipper on the bottom, too, if you want to put something shady under there. <laughs> I mean, that's a nice little, uh, yeah, that's from the Ryman Auditorium in, beautiful. in Nashville. Unbelievable. Did you stop there on the way up today? No, I just had that. Uh, they gave it to me, and I was like, what can I give Jim. <laughs> Some crap. Where's some stuff that I'm not going to use?
0: Something that we're not using. It works for me. I love it. Thank no, you. No, I
1: did. I got that for you, buddy. It's and, very kind. Uh, I meant Life to give is... that to you a while ago, but there you have it. I was uh, trying to look for a thematic gift. Life is just different now,
0: really. Do you, let me ask you this, as, a, as someone who transitioned from a uh, uh, other career into stand-up comedy full-time, because I, I, I think it's always been there. It just feels a lot more aggressive this week. It's like everything you do, they ask you your occupation. Like, and, and, you know, like getting an oil change, like on the, you know, the sheet, you fill out your information. It's like occupation, which is also crazy. Cause you wouldn't like, it's only okay. Cause it's on the paperwork. If the guy like was working on your car and just looked that? over and he was like, what do you do for a living again? You'd be like, I'm out of here. When you get your, your oil change, do they ask you? Every, your it's got like name, information, occupation, like everything on there. What do you put for your occupation? Do you say
1: when I'm at Jiffy Lube and they're like, what do you do? I'm always like, I work at Pennzoil. <laughs>
0: A, I run, I'm I a own secret tester for Jiffy loop. I own 30 Penzoils. <laughs> secret shopper, but I don't believe in it. I'm always very vague to begin with. I'm just like, I'm in sales. Like even, you know, you're at a bank or something. What do you sell? I'm like, I'm in sales. I don't, I, I don't get very specific ever, but now I feel weird doing it. What do you say? What do you do? I used to always
1: say when people that, like I'm in sales. What do you sell? What do you need? <laughs> what are you looking for?
0: Anything you want. What I can sell I mark it.
1: up? I make <laughs> margins. Ridiculous. I'm the middleman.
0: Will you write down that you're a comedian? Like you're at a doctor's office and it's like, you know, occupation. I put down comedian?
1: No, I usually write professional funny person. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, we got PFP here. We got PFP in our midst. Professional funny person.
1: (laughs) I say uh, I own a joke factory. Uh, (laughs) It's in my brain. I own a manufacturing plant. We make humor. And I'm the only employee.
0: We make moments. And
1: I got a... No, I don't. Uh, I used to say self-employed. Self-employed? I yeah. like that. That's a nice little workaround. Clown. Sarah's always like, why don't you put clown? <laughs> That's awesome. Put it down. No, I, I I've put uh, comedian occasionally, but uh-huh. usually, yeah, self-employed. or Sometimes it's like a Dropbox, and you have to pick.
0: That's easy, right? You when know? you're online, you have to actually talk to people. That's so a story.
1: I always click pilot. <laughs> Where are they going <laughs> to? Who gonna cares? They're not going to know. <laughs> you're a pilot? Yeah. I mean, I want to be. We were flying around this weekend, dude. I had Luke with me. Yeah, you did. This weekend. We went, we went to the uh, Midwest Woo. Trinity, the Triduum, Tridium of of Tr- average towns. What do you... The Triduum, uh, one of the Trim- Quad Cities Trim- is in the Triduum. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we went to Des Moines. We've been over that. The yeah, French. great. Francais. The S's Love are it silent. That, that, they're, that they are. They have a sign in the airport. Welcome to Des Moines. The S's are silent. Does that really say that? Yeah, it really does. Oh, that's does. awesome. And then we went to, uh, flew from there to... Davenport. You flew from Des Moines to Davenport. Right on the Mississippi. Well, we flew with Sebastian. So oh, that's this was awesome. like, yeah. You know, that's
0: very cool. This was
1: really cool for Luke. Little I mean, it's always very cool for me, but this guy got to go on the, the, the PJ. The PJ? We got the kids here, by the way, today. Did he, did he wear his PJs on the PJ? sir. You guys enjoying your spring break? Oh, boy. <laughs> Listening to the podcast? Oh, boy.
0: Here at Zanies. They are. Roaming around. Just being forced to listen to something that adults should only enjoy.
1: So yeah, Luke was uh, was with me. We we flew into well, we went into Des Moines, dude. Windy. I
0: can imagine. Windy. Yeah.
1: Real windy. Uh-huh. Like about to take off, take back, go back up. Really. Circle windy. Oh boy. Does that bother you? I mean, I was, you know, I don't even think that everyone there is aware of what was going on. Yeah, no. But it was uh, quite the experience. But then, yeah, Davenport flew in there with Sebastian, did the show, went over the Mississippi Jim. I was thinking of you. I was looking Goodness. for you. It's like, where is? I was out there on a raft. was looking, uh, looking out there for Injun Jim Flanagan. He <laughs> was out there somewhere. On, the, on his raft. Wasn't that his name in, the, in, the, in Tom Sawyer? No. We'll skip it. Tom Sawyer, Hoffman. <laughs> we'll- he was on the, uh, the mm. raft with Jim was his name. Mm. So we go into there. Then we go into Green Bay. And this brought up something. We're going into Green Bay, and dude, you, you've been up there a lot. Did right? you
0: real quick? So you flew to Davenport from Des Moines. How yeah. long does that take? Um, well, Eight, we stopped. Ten we did
1: stop. <laughs> did you have a layover for corn in Bettendorf? We stopped at the Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Luke and I did play catch. We played catch. I wanted to say you want to have a. You catch. have a catch because when you're in Iowa, mm-hmm. I think you have to say it that way. You do. It's legal. This is always a thing that comes up when you bring up Field of Dreams. Absolutely. But you said play catch, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we always said play catch, but have a catch is have a catch. the right way to say it in a no, funny manner. Is it? To be funny? Yeah. Discuss on a podcast, you say have a catch. Oh, yes. yes. But in Field of Dreams,
1: that's what correct they say, right? Correct. He has a catch with his, with his dad. Mm-hmm, I have no a catch? does. Mm-hmm. Want to have a catch with your ghost, dad? <laughs> sure. sure, let's go. So then we played on the, uh, right, we were saying right by the Capitol, you know that uh, the capital of Iowa is mm-hmm. Des Moines. Yes. And so we were playing catch out there. It was awesome. We had a nice day. When I, we were at a YMCA across from the hotel. It's like I was showing him the comedy life. We had pizza in the hotel room. I was like, dude, this is it. This is what Jim has been trying to get to. And now he is.
0: Sometimes on Full Saturday, time. you just don't wake up until afternoon. Because got, why not? They got a great place in Des
1: Moines. It's, um, now I don't eat a lot of pizza on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, we have pizza here. Mm-hmm. I like to have pizza when I'm home. Yeah. That's the best pizza. That's the best pizza. But they have this, um, old Chinese restaurant
0: mm.
1: right in downtown Des Moines. That's where you go for pizza. And it's called Fong's Pizza. Mm-hmm. These guys, really, these like, you know, they're probably like hipster dudes. Sure. You know how to make a good pie. I don't like when people call it pie.
0: You know? No. No? I don't like nicknames for pizza. Really? Do you? I don't mind pie I think pizza after a while You just keep saying it over and over again It gets boring People are like oh, we will to get a slice of za That's no. not okay That's no. not a, Za is No No pie is my limit You like pie? I can handle pie See I like literal pie Who doesn't? No one's arguing that point here on the podcast Patrick Why don't you call pie pizza? Why don't you I ever go do sometimes You didn't ask me You want to get a slice of apple pizza? I do I will be like Let's get a deep dish French silk <laughs> He's as American as baseball and apple pizza. That's it. That's so it.
1: We go to this place. They mm-hmm. bought this Chinese restaurant and they must've been like, you know what? This is cool. This yeah. is great. Let's leave it as is. So that's the atmosphere. That's awesome. And then they make pizza in there. That's great. And they got a great logo. Yeah. Fong's. They got a dragon. Fong's pizza. Hell yeah. Dude. And the food's good. Good. But they have like, um, their appetizers are crab rangoon. Um, they have like an egg roll. And then they have like some Chinese themed pizza. They have orange chicken pizza, General Sao's pizza.
0: That's awesome.
1: Now we were, um, you know, sober. So we just got cheese (laughs) and called
0: it a day. That's smart. I mean, if you think about it, an egg roll and a mozzarella stick aren't that different. It's just a filling, right? It's just a different filling. You can use the same fryers to make both. This is a great business venture.
1: Yeah, so these guys are doing well there, and they have multiple locations. They have one, I think, in Cedar Rapids, and then there's another one. Uh, but anyway, check it out if you're ever
0: out there. Are they all inside old Chinese restaurants, or are they like, it, do they just go with whatever theme? Dude, great question. I don't know. Like this place used to make pretzels, so now pretzel pizza, like whatever.
1: Yeah, they just bought up a bunch of. They have old uh, yeah, great wall of pizza, and <laughs> then they have uh, you go into Moy's Moy's Pizza.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just buy out all these. Do you ever, is there like a place in your neighborhood where it just, the business never stayed the same? You know what I mean? Like just a, like every time you go by it, there's like a new restaurant in there and it just never for whatever reason.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. I can't think of like a specific one right now, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that happens.
0: Like there's one by me where just every six doomed. months to a year, someone else comes in. And this, the most recent one was like, New Jersey pretzel factory and you're just like ah that's not gonna <laughs> like are you kidding me <laughs> like you can't just make one up and think that's gonna work Arby's didn't work there you can't just make <laughs> it's so crazy New me. Jersey it was like and in, in like you know cinnamon sugar pretzels outside of a mall or airport you're a that destination now I hope it works but it was just crazy to me to think that this was the this was gonna turn the tides if you had a Wyoming cheesesteak <laughs> Dude,
1: you got to get over there and get like just random states and you got to go in and get some cheese. Yeah. some cheese steak from South Dakota.
0: These are Peoria hot wings. These are Peoria hot wings. We've all, we all know them and love them. Peoria hot wings in your town. Were you at the Did you get some wings, bro? We went into Green Bay.
1: Now that's a town that's
0: known for being active absolutely eight days a year green bay sushi is uh is amazing (laughs) if you've never been there green bay sushi they do have it's walleye it's walleye it's just wal. that's all walleye
1: (laughs) what's the other one the uh what's the the musky musky that's a big
0: one up there that's what like in hayward where Mm -hmm. they they catch the record breaking yeah huge giant yeah so green bay wisconsin great town so sorry
1: it is a great town and it's really hard to grasp like, wow, title town. This is it. This is like, how are they bringing in Super Bowls?
0: I'm telling you after being up there last year, it was just like, this is just a, this is like if, you know, I wouldn't even, this is like if Aurora just had a professional football team. This is just like a, a small town. That's like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna play in the NFL. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, I was excited to be there because going with Luke, mm-hmm.
1: having any kid there, it's different, man. It's yeah. just like, you see it through their eyes. Like they're excited. To be at the airport, yeah, they're like, well, look at all these people, and you're looking at the, and you're like, wow, this is cool. When
0: was the last all time the you? All the planes,
1: were like, right? Have you seen how many planes there are at the airport? Jim? Almost one in every gate. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to be out with him. It when was the last time up there you were like, oh, Green Bay? This
0: is awesome. Like oh, they had no. to just change everything.
1: Going over the Bart Starr Bridge
0: <laughs> it
1: is taking amazing. in the. Well, you've been up at the Appleton, which is Mm-hmm-hmm. like the sister city. Absolutely. Now, There's some
0: odor up there. There is a little bit of uh, uh of cow flatulence, maybe? Well, I think it's the paper mills too. Oh, oh, that's different. It's I'm thinking it's of Wisconsin in general. Cheese.
1: Cheese. Um, what yeah. else what else smells the, up the, there? The
0: animals. All the porn shops. Oh, the porn shops smell. Smell. do have
1: a, a specific odor. Fire. No, they don't do that. A lot, the bleach. A lot mm-hmm. of bleach. No, but they have the paper. They do have the paper mills. The cheese. Mm-hmm. And, um, what were you saying?
0: I just like, I mean, just in general, Wisconsin has like a dairy feel, right? Like it, it just smells like manure in some places, maybe not as much green Bay. I didn't realize the, the paper mill piece of it.
1: Well, the guy that was driving us around said, uh, Kalkana, Cause we drove by oh, this yeah, place yeah, that yeah. smelled, and he's like, oh man, you ever been in Kokana? <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> oh, you can, people, they wear it on them. <laughs> you can tell they're from Kokana. <laughs> they smell and they say, or they used to say, is the smell, of, it was the smell of money. But Kakana is like, that's one of our favorite spreadable cheeses.
0: <laughs> kind of like knocked
1: Merks off the shelf.
0: Really? Remember Merks? Merks is where it's that's at. That's your go to? I had Merks over the weekend. You did? We did. What about Kakana? I did not have Cacana over you, the weekend. People wear it on them. Have you seen it? I have not had the Cacana cheese, no. It's, I've been through Kakana. I have a friend who's from there. And on the way to the game, we had to, we like, drove through to see where, like, the single, you know, room schoolhouse that her parents went to school in. It's fascinating. Really? It's just like, yeah, it's this little piece of America still up there. Yeah. And did you notice an odor? A little bit. But, I mean, it was quick in and out, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, certainly I, I, you can tell the the smell of the mill is up there.
1: People that live in these towns that smell, they
0: just no get clue. used to it, I guess. Because no there clue. are
1: other cities. I mean, yeah. dude, I was in Tacoma, Washington. I got into the town and I'm like, does it smell here? Look, oh, yeah, we're known for it. <laughs> The aroma of Tacoma. Come on. That's not a joke. You didn't just make that up? No. L- look it up. This sounds like this half is of like, a limerick. This has been going on for- um,
0: The like, aroma in Tacoma.
1: Like 100 years.
0: Is where I left my diploma.
1: And if you look it up, because I've been to um, another one that they just like acknowledge. Sioux City, Iowa, I think. Okay. Going in there. I had a gig there and guys driving me. I'm like, does this smell? He's like, oh yeah, that's yeah, this what it smells like here. Like, Okay.
0: Does it? Do they have a rhyme? It's always it like it smells a- shitty in Sioux City. Is that their aroma in Tacoma? <laughs> yeah, the uh, no, I don't know if they have a rhyme. Pew City. <laughs> Soup? Nice. This is great. The Wikipedia page. The aroma of Tacoma is also known as the Tacoma Aroma, is a putrid and unpleasant odor associated with Tacoma, Washington.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. always like a uh, they
0: Rotten eggs. Rotten eggs. Like, like
1: a like- sulfury type of... Which we'll all be experiencing soon if you didn't find everything <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> It's going to be bouncing off your walls. A couple of eggs just hanging out and about in the home for a while. They don't even do hard-boiled eggs anymore. No. They had these plastic ones. And then we had an egg hunt in um, my sister-in-law's yard. Like, I mean, There's nothing has grown. It was like the <laughs> eggs were in plain sight. This is not even a hunt. It was an egg pickup. They just go out there. Egg pickup. Even the ones like, and then you're like embarrassed.
0: Like, you don't see that? Mm-hmm. Come it's on. bright pink. Come on, you're my kid. You got a, you got a better vision than that. Bright pink mm-hmm. egg in the mulch. And don't go to where everyone's going. Go to the eggs where uh, no one's at. Don't exactly. just run to where everyone else is. They're following you. Like Unbelievable. Luke's following Elliot. Like, Unbelievable. Be a leader.
1: Have a strategy.
0: <laughs> know what you're doing.
1: And then they just pop them open. And it's not, you know.
0: Anyway. What's in there? Now, is it still like a uh, fake grass and a Hershey kiss? No. Supply chain issues, Jim. <laughs>
1: Who can't is? get, you can't, can't get jelly beans. No, really? Can't get jelly beans. Couldn't get, uh, peeps. Wow. Um, no, I don't even know if any of that's true. Okay. <laughs> there, I saw is it both. the microchips saw Okay, both is it the microchips and peeps. <laughs> I don't know what they put in there. A couple of them had like a dollar bill. A couple of okay loose sour patch kids, that's loose fish. That, oh, a little Swedes, little Love Swedish it. fish. That's a good way to go. Yeah. They had a good day. So it was, um, so anyway, having him with me on the trip was nice. And the the the, the uh, you know the plane was we we came into uh, was it, which town was it I think it was Davenport they're okay. like they're like oh we thought you guys were Santana he's about to land here in <laughs> next ten minutes like oh really did you hang out for a little bit then like, you On guys the- have it alphabetical <laughs> <Sebastian>. <laughs> <laughs> Santana first <laughs> and then we'll take Sebastian or else forget about it so we missed him by like you know. And the Sebastian doesn't care about this stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm always like Santana's coming. like, I don't even like not even that into him, but I thought he might be with Rob Clearly. Thomas.
0: Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Who's that is playing Rob Thomas. Is- He's in a little sidecar. Here's Santana with Rob Thomas. He just Who's- comes parachuting in after him. Rob Thomas is always scared. You ever notice that oh, in his songs? Man. I, I like, that's one of those. I remember the first time I saw the matchbox 20, that first video for push. I was like, these guys are going to be huge. <laughs> and I was right. And I was like, I wish I wasn't right. I think I'm just I wish scared. I, was I don't know if i ever brand good. I mean, everything is just like. Finally, Jim. I did that at last full-time. week. I did that. I said last week. And you know it. This is two in a row. Now he's belting
1: two. This is two in a row. Yeah. So the, um, there are some cities that,
0: that have a smell. Some smell good. Buffalo? There are some great smells ones. Smells like Cheerios. There are some great ones. I look. Uh, there's a list. They don't do it very often. The last one was 2012. Uh, the worst smelling uh, city in the U.S. as voted was uh, Los Angeles. Was the worst smelling? worst smelling. They call it smell-A on this list. Oh, man. Isn't that pretty great? I don't think that Um. I don't notice it there
1: as much as I, I have in like these like when you go by a factory or you I go by like a
0: smog. So it's not yeah. as yeah, it's just a little more of a layer there. And France is the worst smelling city in the world uh, on this list. Makes sense with all those. It's also a country. Rotten cheeses. I'm sorry. You're right. Paris is the, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, roll your eyes at me for, don't do that. Ugh, Dealing with your children. Um, it is uh, Paris, France. Uh, it makes sense. All those rotten cheeses. Yeah, right. All those curds. Well, it's very similar to Wisconsin. Very much so. We call Paris the the Wisconsin of
1: Europe. I've said that to the family. Like, they've been mm-hmm. wanting to go to France. I'm like, we got Wisconsin right here. We got the
0: Dells. I'll give you. You want the French experience? Agreed. We'll go to Fond du Lac. Let's do it. You should go uh, this Thursday, the 21st, when I'm performing at the Crystal Grand Theater. Look, I mean, it's never a bad time. You're in Wisconsin play. this week? This I Thursday? We're at, at? Uh, uh, the Dells. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to be in Milwaukee. Ooh, when are you there?
1: Not uh, on Thursday, the 21st. Nice. Not too far.
0: Yeah, so we'll be up there. Uh, also, big shout out to our buddy Gareth. Uh, opening day was a blast. Thanks for, uh, for having us there.
1: Dude, that was such a good time. Um, great weather.
0: Great weather. Not Snowed here that. last night.
1: I know. Unbelievable. For my kid's spring break. Woke up this morning with snow on the ground. April what? What is it? <laughs> 18th. April 18th. Next
0: day. Oh, I got to.
1: Yeah, you know, request an extension. I actually went on. Uh, we haven't done trivia for a while, but I was like, you know, what can I hit Jimmy with? Ooh. What happened in April back okay. in the day? All right. First of all, I saw uh, Einstein died this week. In what year do you think Einstein died? Because oh I didn't boy. know he was floating around for this long.
0: I'm going to guess 74.
1: 1974? Yeah. Wow. All right. No, I, it's before that. <laughs> Is it really? Right. But I, I don't was. Know what, on, oh, wait a Wait a
0: minute. Yeah. No, that would be way. I don't even know his time frame. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to reshift my guess and say 53. Very good. Second guess.
1: 1955. Oh, that's not. So I didn't realize that he was sharing the earth with like my parents. Yeah. You know, they were around then.
0: Yeah. I guess I wouldn't know when he was. I would have thought the early 1900s was when he kind of did most of his research.
1: Yeah. I was checking out Einstein, another guy who married a cousin. Really? Yeah, it's like not a lot of options
0: back then, huh?
1: Yeah, it was the uh, theory of relative theory of <laughs> oh, relativity. Come on, there's something there you can oh. do. You could do a, an Albert I mean, Einstein joke there. Do it. It's but, yeah, beautiful. he died in April of '55. He was um, now this guy's stuff they've auctioned off. Apparently, I wanted to look this up, but he wrote a um, theory of happiness. Oh wow! Okay, and gave it to like a bellboy in Tokyo. Really? In lieu of a tip. Really? And then this thing got auctioned off for like a million dollars within the last couple of years. Wow. So I don't know if that guy's family made that. But it reminded me of that sketch. You remember the uh, Picasso sketch? John Lovitz handing out his autograph? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or handing out drawings like, here, have a Picasso. <laughs> oh, yeah? You don't like that? Here. A, <laughs> here's a Picasso. So Einstein was just handing out notes like, here you go. This is worth something that guy not giving pissed, you any money though. he's like I, I could use money right yeah exactly he probably wanted some dough uh and this guy
0: who's banging his cousin <laughs> i love can't this. brush his hair and sleep with his cousin uh the einstein's uh, theory of happiness suggests that a modest life can bring more happiness to someone than one stuck in the pursuit of success oh wow what a shitty thing to get in Sounds lieu like of would... money
1: as a bellboy Sounds like you could.
0: Hey, should have stayed in sales. Listen, don't worry about anything. You're just you're gonna be better off making a modest living. Can I have some money? No, no. Keep it very modest. You're gonna just trust me. Just keep it modest. I'm fascinated by that guy,
1: Einstein or the bellboy. Einstein. I could see that. I didn't know that he was,
0: uh, you know, into his uh, cousin though. I didn't know that either. He has, uh, dude, had a lot of theories. I like a theory because you can't really debunk it. I guess you can. Never mind that. I like a theory because you don't need proof. That's what I like about a theory. You can just say shit. And if they debunk it, you're like, well, it was only a theory. (laughs) We tried. Well, I think some of his theories were supported by equations.
1: I don't know. I guess so. Who's really going to check them? I mean, literally, Einstein did it. You're not going to check that work, right? I'm more interested in uh, him as like a person. Like, who did he hang with? Was he into, did he ever go to opening day? Did he ever throw out a first pitch? At Einstein, would he have been like, hey, we should have him on Dancing with the Stars? Did like, was he, he get fun? like that last
0: lap, like where he had already done all of his work and he was just like a uh, spokesperson Einstein now? <laughs> he would be so different now. Like, here's Albert Einstein for Ginkgo Baloba. Yeah, he would be doing ads. All kinds of stuff. The right would be totally like
1: against him. Like, you know, Einstein's a pedophile. <laughs> you know, Albert Einstein is a- And then <laughs> they would bring out his cousin. You know, and then you'd be like, well, maybe, I don't know. He's sleeping with his cousin. He's a little... <laughs> kind of a slob. It's so true. But at least then he was mm-hmm. But he was approaching like the government and saying like, "Dude, they're going to make an atomic bomb." You know that. Like he was helping. That's incredible. Now you got these guys. I mean, you see Elon now? What's this mope doing? He's trying I'm to buy Twitter, of this guy. What's he doing? Yeah, he's trying to buy Twitter, right? I was and li- they
0: dismissed it like they were not.
1: Do you know where he's from? Elon? No. What would you guess?
0: Uh, California. Elon is South African.
1: Off. Really? Yeah, I didn't know this. He's got like three citizenships. Okay. So he is American now. Okay. Because he became a citizen. All right. Seems like a character to me. I was looking this dude up. Okay. Married the same girl twice. Like oh. married her, got divorced, and then married her again. Okay. It's like, all right,
0: dude. Come on. You're no longer normal. <laughs> Why is that not sh- normal? I think that more people- You haven't get been married, married once, lower, Jim. I think more people get married and divorce than don't. I think that's very normal. Elon did is- Did you hear what he the did curve. then after he got divorced? I did not. He married her again. Yeah, I get that people do that. Okay. People do that, right? Have you never seen that? Of course they do.
1: It's it's crazy. You're But doesn't right. it seem unstable? It, it certainly doesn't reek of Does stability. Does it seem like someone that should be dictating <laughs> what you listen to or who you- No, not at all. Man- Agreed. You're on Team Musk. I'm not on Team Musk. Now that Jim's full time, <laughs> we're gonna really learn
0: more about him. I've got opinions now. Oh
1: man, this is the
0: end of our podcast. <laughs> Elon, uh, yeah, he tried to buy Twitter for forty three billion dollars, and they were like, "No,
1: not gonna, not gonna give it to him." Mm-mm. Something smells fishy about that whole thing.
0: It's the Green
1: Bay of the tech world. Sure is. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, the week. I don't know if you have anything else that you wanted to, to cover Jim, but, uh, we're going to keep it tight today because, you know, we have spring break and you already took a shot at my kids earlier that you're
0: dealing with them and clearly annoyed. No, I said dealing with you is like dealing with children. Oh, that yeah. was the only shot I took. What did you think I said? <laughs> I don't know. We have it recorded. Okay.
1: We'll pull it up. Ben, let's see what this is. Jim's having a hard time
0: transitioning. So
1: not true. Maybe you need a little uh, spring break yourself.
0: We got a lot of great comments this week.
1: We did, dude. We had a lot of nice uh, feedback. I actually got some nice notes about you going full time. People wishing you luck. Yeah, heard from a lot of people. Thank you, Brims. People very fired up about it and uh, curious on um, you know what, what you got coming up. I know you have something uh, in Wisconsin this weekend and what else do you have.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll be headlining Zanies on April 29th here in Chicago. So check that out and then. Uh it's the big one for me right now.
1: That is beautiful. We got a nice note from Donna here. You know Donna, I want to put her on full blast. Oh yeah, yeah. She's great. She says, "Oh yeah, for Jimmy, full time comedian. I see a lot of road trips in his future." Oh boy. There you go. Well, good thing we loaded him up with the travel kit, Donna. And she says she's so honored to
0: know you. Very nice. you All the best. Thank you, Donna. Jay Brown wrote, "Love the Sarah juggles three kids bit and the nachos." In the, in the John the Baptist head was hilarious. Barry reached out and said, uh, her favorite joke last week was the, uh, uh, thought he was Jewish because he was shot in the temple. Oh yeah. That uh-huh. was the Abraham Lincoln Maravitz. And I'd also like to wish Barry a very happy Passover, but that was her favorite joke of the uh, episode last week. That's a
1: true story. I just, that one stuck with me.
0: Oh, this is what I was going to ask you about, uh-huh. uh,
1: when I was looking on this day in history. So you had Albert Einstein dying in mm-hmm. April of 55. Okay. Do you know how he died? Lead poisoning. No cage match. Really? Yes. Against a different another physicist. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Threw him against a fence. <laughs> what really? No, I, I, he died of a uh, uh, aortic aneurysm or like a stomach aneurysm. Okay. Um, but on this date in 1934, the first one of these opened in Fort Worth, Texas.
0: Of these, now this is random. I gotta am going to guess, really is there, because of the Fort Worth thing. I have a guess, I have no idea. You said one of these opened, so uh, is it six flags? No, oh, that was my guess. No, that's but a good a guess, Texas, right? Yeah, we got one here. That was my guess. All right, I'm gonna keep guessing.
1: This is something more specific that, um, I was reading that the industrial revolution, somebody said this was the most. Significant invention of the Industrial Revolution.
0: Oh yeah, what year did you say? I wasn't paying was 1934. At all. Okay, probably not a Six Flags in 1934. I'd like to apologize for that suggestion. Um, interesting. In the in so this is like
1: a um, people. It was communal. People would go there to complete a chore, get something done, and then go back home.
0: Laundromat.
1: Laundromat is really? right. The laundromat is correct.
0: Wow!
1: The greatest invention of the industrial revolution.
0: I could see that because what were people doing before, like
1: washing them at home? At,
0: at home, okay. But if they didn't have a washing machine, just go down to the creek. Yeah. Just go down to the river and and have your washboard. Yeah. They take them down to the creek.
1: Uh huh. And put it there in the stream. Mm hmm. Wash them on the rocks. Mm-hmm. That's how you got stone
0: wash jeans. That's exactly how they came from. That's where the that's where Levi Strauss invented them.
1: <laughs> no, it was actually called. A, this is amazing. I don't know why they don't call it that anymore. A washateria.
0: Wow. I like that a lot. Now they're all like bubble King or something <laughs> ridiculous. Washateria is a way better name. It sounds like you'd uh,
1: doing a la- lot. I would love to go somewhere and eat and drop so off much my laundry.
0: And go into Suds. Suds should be like a bar slash laundromat. Oh, that's like a good name. Those dads in an apartment now who doesn't have their own laundry machine. <laughs> Just Suds. Just going down to Suds for a couple hours on Saturday. What happened to your laundry? No idea. I was that suds too long. You want to wash I'll go. I'm starving.
1: <laughs> Order some with starch. You get mashed potatoes. They give you all the, everything's connected oh, it's to. So dumb. Can you press this and make me a panini? <laughs> Sounds like a. Uh, can you press these pants and this sandwich? <laughs> the wash had no dryers. Ah, uh, well, you had they to go had- to the
0: dryateria. It's That's the- a completely different <laughs> business model. I get it.
1: They didn't have that much foresight. Um, so you would go to the washateria, mm-hmm. which was wildly popular, and then just bring your wet clothes home and hang them up.
0: <laughs> it sounds awful. Doesn't it? It sounds worse than just staying home and wetting them there and then letting them dry.
1: But they said that this became such a thing, you know, into coin laundry. Coin The war, they stopped making them. Okay. And that's when Westinghouse came up with the uh, new technology where they could really sell them to homes. Okay. And um, they came up with the word laundromat, I guess, mm. as well, which is a combination of what two words, Jim? Do you know?
0: Laundry and
1: photomat. Laundry and? No, it's not photomat. Damn.
0: I was really, really hoping I got one.
1: <laughs> Laundry and automatic.
0: Ah.
1: And that it makes what, sense. Sounds like Westinghouse came out. Of that. So they said 1905% of uh, women were in the workforce by 1980, 51%. Wow. And they credit a lot of that to the area. Really? Well, the washing machine, the laundrette.
0: That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, there you go. All right. That's good to know. Do you ever go to uh, do laundry in a... (sighs) Maybe twice in my life. And uh, yeah, I'm not cut out for those. Do you have a unit in your building? I have a unit in my unit. In your unit? Thank you for asking. Is it in your... I have an in-unit washer dryer right next to the... It's in the bathroom. It's not in your kitchen, is it? It's not in the kitchen. No, that's not a thing here. But I I saw this at other places. It's very common. And they're shocked that Americans don't see this, huh? Yeah, I guess in other nations. That's a thing
1: because of plumbing or something. Yeah, that that led me to all this uh, stuff that we think is normal here is not normal in other countries.
0: So what is this? Okay, so this is uh, from Reddit, this article. What's something normal in Europe that you think is completely absurd in America?
1: In Europe, they say when you order pizza, it arrives
0: unsliced. Really? They get their pie unsliced? Their pie. the, The za. Oh, unsliced za. It's just all one piece. Unbelievable. That was
1: a Mr. Baffo commercial, I remember, not a commercial, a cartoon. Do you remember Mr. Baffo, the cartoon strip? I do. And they had one, uh, they had this, you know, pretty big guy and his wife in a pizza place. Yeah. And they're ordering at the counter and he's just like, my wife and I always wonder, why do you cut them? Why do you slice them?
0: <laughs> just roll them up and <laughs> eat them like that. Uh, some places here don't do that though, right? You get like, you can, like your deep dish, you get it unsliced and then you cut it at home so it doesn't slide around. Oh, is that right? I think when I used to deliver pizzas, you'd occasionally get people who would order unsliced pie. You deliver pizzas too? I did back in uh, who'd you deliver pizza for? Uh, it was called Panhandlers Pizza. Come on, yeah, it was right down the street from my house. You guys competing with Beggars? We were not competing with Beggars Pizza, Panhandlers. Panhandlers Pizza. Now that I think about it, uh, Beggars wasn't a thing where I grew up. No, it was. It was only South Side, So Panhandlers was definitely the McDowells. What should we name the? the uh, what should we? What should we
1: name? We need something appetizing, something memorable. Well, I saw someone begging on the corner earlier. I was at a red light, and some guy was knocking on my door.
0: I was thinking he'd probably make a pretty good, huh? Made me, made me hungry for some mozzarella. No, they're handling the pans. They're putting the dough in the pans. They're panhandling. Oh. Mm-hmm. I got you. And they're from Florida.
1: I was picturing a... um a gold, like someone looking for the gold rush, like a, mm. uh, Oh, the panhandle, Florida. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of different connotations. There really are. I was picturing a, uh, Homeless person. Des- a destitute, destitute. In- I like individual.
0: That. I like that. Someone hungering for this. I noticed for sure in Europe, uh, varietal toilets in the U S the toilets are all pretty much the same. That's true. Right. You sit on it, you reach back behind you and flush. That is like 90, like most of the toilets in the U.S., you could you could not even turn around and look, right? Yeah. You could just elbow back and just do it if you want to. They've got like, I think it's because of the smaller homes. They're like, there's just, uh, there's tanks behind you. You got to hit a button back there. There's overhead stuff. Uh, do they put the toilets in the kitchen? They do. Uh, I don't know if they, I don't think they put them in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. All the plumbing issues. Oh, tanks you got to put the laundromat head?
1: in here, but you can't put, uh, let to put the toilet in here too. Agreed. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. European plumbers? Don't they have Mario and Luigi. Maybe if you guys weren't
0: flying around, <laughs> eating coins, saving princesses, hanging out in the sewage system, who's doing the plumbing. Why are they in this? Oh, okay. I guess they are. I was thinking Ninja Turtles for a second.
1: I do like the variety, uh, toilet. I was thinking, it would, you know, it'd be a great toilet as a swing where you, you know, you just kind of, you <laughs> sit on the, and you, and you swing wire. No, just like a target could get messy. Malaria. might have to be
0: outside. Mm-hmm, probably wouldn't need to be one. Which, public nudity. Very public normal nudity, in Europe. Nudity Very normal in Europe. Uh, too much. I say. Uh, this person I remember the first time I experienced it in Germany, it was with my sisters at a local swimming pool. Women would just stand up and openly change out of their bathing suits with everything on display. No one batted an eye or paid attention. I remember like being a kid thinking if I ever get to Europe, people are just going to be naked everywhere <laughs> and then getting to Europe. And that was not the case. No. I was like, why does everyone have pants on? Did you feel overdressed? I did not. I was like, I'm going to go put some pants on. Didn't, I, I didn't realize this is what we do here. You show up at the airport. No, Au revoir. No bags.
1: <laughs> What's where are you going? I'm going to I'm Europe, go to dude. Europe. Oh. Oh. Why are you naked? Because I'm going to Europe. <laughs> why do you have clothes on? So did you? Would you go to like a nude beach?
0: No, just in general. I just remember thinking Europeans were much more sophisticated, and as part of that, they smoked a lot and didn't wear clothing. That was <laughs> the that was my understanding of the European culture as a child.
1: When we were young, mm-hmm. my parents took us over there to Europe. We did like a bus tour.
0: So you knew right away that they wore pants.
1: Summer going into eighth grade. Unbelievable. It was a really crazy trip. Uh I was young, you know? So I was like, I want to go back there. Sure. And really experience it. But I remember like the French Riviera, right? Uh Is that what it is? It's like we were at Nice. Mm -hmm. And it's right on the, some sea there. But they, so the tour is like a family after a while. And there's this crew from Florida, Pensacola, the Hills. And I hung out with this kid, Bobby Hill. And he was like, dude, you know what's here. The French Riviera. It's a nudie. It's a nude beach. beach. I'm like, oh boy. How do we get there? And uh so we grabbed this kid from
0: Alabama, this uh-huh. other guy, David. He's all, of course. We
1: were the only people He's not here, nude
0: beach. He was like, let's go.
1: We were the only people on this tour that were from like north of uh, you know, the Mason Dixon line. Sure. <laughs> it was all like very sure christiany baptisty like and then us and uh it was kind of cutthroat we ditched an old couple that didn't come back to the bus in time <laughs> in like with <laughs> like amsterdam you live in netherlands now <laughs> there was a couple there that that's amazing they were like honeymooners but they were like 70 that's awesome and we got back and everyone was like where are the powells <laughs> and no one knew where the powell and then Dude, they were like, let's go. It's home alone to this poor old couple. We just left this couple and they, Unbelievable. they found us in another country. Uh, they caught up to us later. Did they really? Yeah. They, they did,
0: came back? They did catch up. <laughs> I was like, guys, we had a hitchhike here. Tried to shake you. Unbelievable.
1: But we went to that beach and uh, you realize quickly that you don't need to or want to see most people naked. Yeah.
0: Just the—I mean, just even the the speedos and things that they wear—they just don't. Yeah. They don't need a lot of coverage. They're and very I, comfortable. I say that, but good, that's actually—I yeah.
1: yeah, gotta take that back. What, what? Who cares, right? Good for them. We should just be naked out yeah, there.
0: Yeah, we're the weirdos who are like we can't handle it. Right. You know, good for them. All right, France, good for your nude beaches.
1: Yeah, let's get over there now that you're, uh, you know.
0: This is crazy to me. This one is insane. Uh, A mother left her baby outside to sleep while she dined in a restaurant in New York, and she was arrested. Rightfully so. This is completely normal in Denmark. Babies sleep outside in cold air, even if close to freezing. And no one steals a baby in Denmark, like ever. Which, first of all, that should be on your sign, right? That should be your whole tourism board. No one steals a baby (laughs) in Denmark, like ever. Move here. Like, what a great, there's nothing better. I but wouldn't even like know where a, to start with that. We're just leaving a baby outside to sleep in the cold air. And they
1: say babies just do it. They just, but that's how they are in Denmark. The baby has no clue. You just ditched the baby, <laughs> left them out there. I've got family. Of course they're going to sleep. Why can't you just leave them in the lobby of the restaurant near the host stand? <laughs> it's there weird. should be like an area where, where if they're that young, yeah, For put babies. them under,
0: put your babies here,
1: you know, Give them a little breeze, put them under a fry light. Give them a little bit of heat. I don't know why they got to be
0: outside. The fry light. We have family who will like, uh, they're like, yeah, we just play loud music at night, you know, from the day the kids are born. So they just get used to it. I'm like it's hearing loss. <laughs> the kids can't. The kids have hearing loss. I can't hear anything unless it's 90 decibels now.
1: Jim can't stop thinking about All the old, right. the old industry.
0: Unbelievable, really. A
1: lot of ear references. Two good
0: bits. I a lot say. Of, a lot of hearing. Two good bits came out of that. You know what they were designed for. <laughs> you talked about Q-tips. The you brought ditch, it up. Ditch wax. You brought it up.
1: No, it's a, it's a great day for you, and uh, I know everyone's very excited. That was kind of like the theme of the episode. The, the Jim. Has arrived.
0: I am. I am so excited to use all of my new uh, my new tiny soaps. I can't thank you enough.
1: Very excited
0: about the future of the podcast now that you are more liberated. Me too, buddy. I'm looking forward to this. We got some cool stuff coming up. Um, so much great feedback. Who else? Uh, Sarah reached out and said, "I love the Saint John the Baptist nachos." I think you might have a, a little marketing play on your hands here.
1: That could work. We'll pitch it. There we go. Yeah, we got a lot of ideas that we got in the hopper right now, but for the time being, I'm going to promote this tour that I got coming up. I got a lot of dates, people kicking off in Pittsburgh, May 12th through the 15th. Woo. And I think Jimmy's going to be with me there. Ooh. I'd love to work that out. I do hope so. We've heard a lot from people from Pittsburgh. Check out Primanti's, you know, the sandwich there. I heard that there's a Roberto Clemente museum there.
0: Really? That I would like to check out. I would go see that in a heartbeat. Now we're talking. Very cool. We do have a new review from uh, Chloe's Mom 14 uh, titled Ghetto Blaster. Thanks to the memory of the ghetto blaster. I definitely put that terminology in the back of my mind, but it sure brought back so many memories, especially the batteries. I'm pretty sure the blaster would be offensive and wouldn't fly if used today. All right. Thanks for making me say it twice first. Oh, and congrats Jim for moving forward in your comedy career. You're going to go far. Just like Pat. My brand. And I love your show, Tracy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tracy. Great review. So the ghetto blaster. Yeah. It might not be um, a boom for, box. Now you can't say
1: that anymore. I don't know. Well, here's the, here's, very... here's my take on that. I yeah. went to, to Dayton, university right. of Dayton. Our neighborhood was called the ghetto, right? The um, ghetto definition, I believe is a community of similar people similar you know it's it has taken on it has a negative vibe to it i get it that's not where i was coming from sure and uh with the ghetto blaster yeah i I could see where they're talking about uh
0: i get it play your elvis on there huh in the ghetto it's a great song great song all right well hey we're happy that all of you were here with us this week
1: we sure are, Jim, and it's always great to hear from the Brims. We love the reviews. Nice to get a review. We love the interaction. Uh, so much so that if you leave us a review this week, you're going to get a free day with Jim Flanagan. That's now that he true. has so much time I on his hands. On. Jim will come over to your house. Very busy. Make you breakfast. Don't know how to cook. Clean out. Tell, tell you how your ears were designed.
0: I'll explain them to you in depth. That part's real
1: and um, you guys will make a day of it. So We're not going to do that. Send us a review. Please do that. And win some time with Jim.
0: Not going to happen.
1: <laughs> All right, fine. I thought it was going to be your penance for killing Gilbert. Please. <laughs> All right, everybody. Tune in next week uh, for the 130th time. And uh, we're going to have some big news coming up on some live episodes.
0: All right. We're out. That's it. Bye-bye. See ya.